In the name of the glorious Trinity, Father and Son and Holy Spirit, forever. Amen. Glory be to the everlasting mercies which sent you unto us, O Christ, the light of the world and the life of all. Give us wisdom by your law and enlighten our impulses by your knowledge. Sanctify our souls by your truth and grant that we may be obedient to your words and may fulfill your commandments at every hour. O you who enlightens the rationale with the knowledge of your greatness, do enlighten, O my Lord, our thoughts that we may meditate upon your holy and divine scriptures at all times, Lord of all, Father and Son and Holy Spirit forever. Amen. Hello everyone and welcome back to the podcast, the Assyrian Church of the East, St. Thaddeus, Mara'a Day podcast, Double Edge Sword. Uh, last time we spoke, last program, we spoke about uh, resilience, how to become resilient according to the definition of the scriptures, which is humility, persevering, trusting in God. Um, someone had asked uh, that we talk about how we win our battles. Now, it may go hand in hand with resilience, but... I think this will um, this will expand on after we become resilient, we humble ourselves before the the presence of the Lord and uh, humble ourselves and accept God's will at all times. What do we do during that? You know, sometimes we become um, stagnant in our faith, even. So, how do we how do we win that battle? I want to pose a question: um, What are you battling, or what are you struggling with today, or for a while? Um, is it faith, uh, which means prayer, praying, fasting, reading the Holy Scriptures, um, the lives of the Holy Saints, uh, the lives of the Church Fathers, reading the commentaries of the Church Fathers, attending church? Are you lacking? Are you battling? And I'm sure many of you are now saying, yes. Those who are driving, please keep your eye on the road. Um, just answer in your hearts. Um, yes, yes, Ravi, that's it. Um, what about relationships and disappointment and broken heart, uh, stress, depression, addiction, pride, sloth? You know, these really bring people down. These are our battles. These are our challenges. And the enemy, uh, that is Satan, is our enemy. And the armors of Satan are doubt, conceit, giving up, complacency, being comfort, uh, you know, finding a comfort zone. And keeping us there and trying his utmost to keep us where he wants us to be and not where God would like us to be. And the target for Satan is our weakness. Um, now, not humility. You know, last time, uh, last program when we spoke about resilience, we, we spoke about weakness. And Paul said that when he was weak, he was strong. But weakness, not in humility. Um, he tries our weakness in our faith, in our relationship with God, and that is his target. But our faith and trust and perseverance, um, when we become weak in that, um, we become a, what we call in Assyrians, akle. we become a, a football at his feet and he takes us where he pleases. Let me bring you an example. And I always use this, you know, and I use the example of a soccer game. And I, I play the soccer game. You know, guys, I, I scored a goal from halfway. Uh, 
it was meant to be a pass, but it went in the goal. But I, it was still counted as a goal, and uh, my teammates all embraced me. And as they were embracing me, I was saying, it's okay, it's supposed to be a pass, but let's take it, I'll take it. And we won that game too. I was a shamash, I was the deacon then. So, and I always use, um, I always use uh, a soccer game as an example. Two teams are playing on the field the first 10 to 15 minutes. I've never been a coach or a manager, but I believe the first, and first 10 to 15 minutes, the, the manager or the coach... Um, he he susses the game out, he examines the game, and he tries to find a weak spot. And that weak spot, he will tell his team to continue to attack on that weak weak spot. Now, when I used to play soccer, I was um, I used to play right back, which was great. You know, you, you leisure along. If you got a great team, the other team never attacked, so you didn't have to do much. I remember one game, um, uh, the coach. Uh, from the get-go said to me that I'm going to play, play right wing. I don't know if the terms are right, but right wing, like in the front. And I looked up and I thought, oh no, because the right wing needs to be constantly going up and down, and I wasn't fit. So, And I think the other uh, coach found that weak spot, and all the attack was from right wing. Right? And I remember the fullback, uh, my friend Inka, said, Shamasha, you need to come back. I said, you know what, I can't, I can't do it anymore. As soon as the, the halftime whistle Went, I went straight for the sheds, as they say, and it started getting changed, and I, I couldn't play anymore. So that's what that's what the strategy is, to find the weakness of the team and to play the game from that team, and usually nine out of ten times you end up scoring. This is what Satan does, um, is finds our weak spots, our passions, our desires that are contrary to the will of God, and he attacks, he shoots his flaming arrows there. So how do we win these battles? You know, we need to be selfish. Don't fret, wait. Be selfish in a good term, in a spiritual term. Let's be selfish because God has given us and granted us the answer and the strength. Let God fight our battles. And why I say that? Because when we read the scriptures, Exodus chapter 14, verse 14, we read, The Lord God will fight you, fight for you when you will be calm. Relax. Relax. Chill out. You know, what you're going through is not uncommon. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, no temptation, if that's one of the battles, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure that that is the greatest battle we Christians go through, temptations. No temptation has come upon you except that of the children of men, son of men, but God is faithful. So everyone goes through what you go through in a different way. Who shall not allow you, God, who will not allow you to be tempted more than whatever you are able, but shall make an exit for your temptation so that you can endure? You know, I always say if we come together, a group of five people, and each person has a struggle, a battle in his or her life, and we all decide to randomly open the scriptures and find a verse... And then if we all, by the act of God, find the same verse and we all examine the, that verse according to what we're going through, everyone will claim that verse for themselves because we all go through the, the, the temptations and the trials, but in a different way. And the scriptures are all vocal and one scripture pertains to everything that we go for. 
So if we're going through what I mentioned, you know, stress, um, pride, sloth, relationship disappointments, it's a battle. Now, if you're complacent, which is another battle, well, we need to come to God and ask him to take that away. But if we're active in our battles, we're trying our best to overcome our battles. Let's just sometimes be still and say, I can't, God, you can. You've promised that you will fight for me when I am calm, when I am still. God says in Psalm 40:10, return, repent, and know that I am God. You know, we sometimes overlook the sovereignty, the power, the promises, the strength, the capability of God who spoke everything into existence. And if we say, hey, but we haven't seen God the Father, we've seen him in God the Son, his characteristics. God spoke everything into existence. Jesus the Son spoke everything into existence. So what we need to do is return, meaning, you know, when we take things out of God, God's hands and we want to correct them ourselves, let's repent and just take them back and place them back into God's hand and say, Lord, I can't, you help you give me strength, but give me patience and perseverance. Paul commands in 12.19 of Romans, Do not avenge yourselves, beloved, but give place to the rage, for it is written, If you will not execute judgment for yourself, I shall execute your judgment, says God. Let God make that judgment. Let God fix that problem. Because sometimes when we think we've fixed it and we've got it all, we walk away with eggs on our faces. And I love when uh, Paul says in one of, the, one of his epistles that what use do you have now of those, of those things that now you are ashamed of? You know, self-righteousness and thinking that we know God, we know it all, when God actually does work, when we, when we, when we depend on his will and his, his plans, we come back ashamed, ridiculed. We come back with our heads down and, and we, we ask God to forgive us because we thought we had it all, but we had nothing. So our battle simply, we must put in God's hands. You know, all those people that confronted Christ with their illnesses, the sick, the lame, the blind, they all came at Christ's feet. You know, Jesus asks the blind, what would you like me to do for you? And he says that I may see, conceded to God's will and allowed him to fight his battles. So the battles that we face today at times are quite unbearable. Um, at times, uh, you know, they bring us down to the point where we maybe start, begin, be, we begin to doubt and we begin to concede and know that if we are at that stage, we're in a danger zone because Satan is intensifying his attacks. But believe and trust and turn to God. How do we turn to God? The cliches again. You know, we're going to hear these cliches in every episode. Some, I remember one of my friends said, um, you know, Robbie, what do I do? And we spoke about something he was going through. I said, you know what? You, you, you need to praise it. Oh, there you go again. Everyone. That's the easy way out for you, Robbie. I said, of course. It is the easiest way out to pray. That's the only way out to pray, to bring it to God, to put it at God's feet. And ask him to lead. And now, don't don't get me wrong. I mean, some people think that God is a servant. At the click of my finger, he needs to work. No. I 
place everything at God's feet, but I continue to struggle to strive. That's what Jesus said. Strive to enter the narrow gate. Strive. St. Paul says, whether I have gained it or not, he's talking about eternal life for those who claim that I'm saved, I'm going to heaven, relax. St. Paul states that whether I have gained it or not, I do not know. But one thing I know, I've left everything behind me and I focus on what is forward, what is ahead of me, and that crown that awaits me. And, you know, at times, I myself, after going through so many trials and, 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 and battles and, and, you know, temptations, I thank God. And sometimes I ask God that if it's your will, if this is the way that you are going to sharpen me, if this is the way that you are going to strengthen me, let it be, Lord. But just give me strength that I do not give up. You know, sometimes the battles are for our benefit. Let me give you one more example. Um, when we started out, we would begin our um, soccer training. Um, we would run two laps around the soccer field, and then, you know, half of us with our tongues out and huffing and puffing and, and waiting for the coach to say, all right, have a rest. Then he would say, another two rounds. And I'd say, why? He'd say, because now this is where you're getting fit. Now, when you start running, when you start exercising, until you begin to get tired and fatigued, that's only using your energy. But to start getting fit, to build your fitness, that's when you strive even more. That's when you build up more strength. So in our battles, let us thank God, let us commit to God, and at the same time, let us be happy and joyful and pleasing and accept it in a pleasing manner that these battles are going to do one thing that I know is to strengthen me in my faith. So I pray for you. I pray for all those who are battling in with any, if it's illness or, as I said, temptation or, you know, financial relationships, family. There is nothing greater than coming to the Lord through prayer, through fasting. Read the Holy Scriptures. That's where you receive your answers and your guidance. And God is always there for you. I will never leave you nor desert you, promised Jesus Christ, who is always with us. To him be glory and honor and praise and confession and worship now and at all times and forever and ever. Amen. <laughs>